This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to lock on to your favorite college and NFL prospects powered by the brand that you come to know and trust, Destination Debbie. Welcome to the Elite Seekers Fantasy Football Podcast. Now introducing our host, the creator of the Elite Seekers Podcast. He goes by the name of Ben Eby. You can find him on Twitter at Mr. Underscore EBY. Get ready to take flight. We locked on, ladies and gentlemen. Smash that subscribe button. Let's get them trophies brought back to the hotel. Here we go. Elite Seekers, what's up? We're back. It's episode two here. Ready to get you going again. I know you guys have been waiting on this one. I just want to start off by saying thank you guys so much for the overwhelming support and feedback for episode one. So many new followers, so many people reaching out and just uh, letting me know what they think and how they're excited for episode two. So I appreciate you guys so much and I will always respond if you reach out. Twitter is probably the easiest way. You can find me at Mr. Underscore EBY. Again, I want to give a huge shout out to Ray for believing in me and making me a part of this Destination Debbie squad. It's it's going to be a fun thing and we're just getting warmed up to, to what's coming and how this year is going to continue to progress and the ideas and content that we're going to continue to bring you weekly. If you are not already a part of the squad via Patreon, then get on it. College rankings, cornerstone rankings, film breakdowns, trade chats, etc., etc. that are sure to take you to another level in your Dynasty and Devi leagues. You can check that out on patreon.com slash all gas. You already know. Can't believe it's December. It's here. This year just you know seems to be flying by in many ways. It's been a rough year. It's been a weird year. It's been a year of growth for a lot of us, right? This is what it's about. College football season, the NFL season. They're, they're just big pieces to you know, what we do. And, and I'm so thankful that both of those are here for us. Yeah, it's not perfect. These schedules are crazy. We're having games moved, canceled. But just to have any type of sport right now to keep our sanity is a big, big deal. And I look forward to that continuing as long as we can. And hopefully we can continue to find ways to improve the health of everybody and and stay safe out there. But while we got it, we're going to continue to prepare you guys for the upcoming NFL draft for 2021. What to look for as as your seasons kind of wind down and and who to look for. This is all about finding those elite talents. We're here to seek out the elite talents 
identify those targets for you and just make sure you're more than prepared versus, you know, what you might have felt before listening to one of these pods or checking out any of our other content. As we plug along, it's going to get really tricky evaluating prospects. There's less film. A lot of these guys are opting out, opting back in, opting out again. Games are getting canceled due to COVID. There's just a ton of different pieces to this season that we've never seen before. So it's our job to help you wade through that. It's our job to allow you to focus on what's important to you so we can just make things easier when it comes to your dynasty and Debbie leagues. Man, what a week for DK Metcalf. That's my guy. You guys already know he's my wide receiver one overall in dynasty right there with Tyreek Hill, who absolutely had a monster week himself. But man, this guy, this guy is just going off. Uh, If you didn't hear the story, Jim Swartz, defensive coordinator for Philadelphia, walked up to DK pregame. They had a little chat and Schwartz told him about his days with the Detroit Lions and and how DK, you know, wasn't quite there at that Megatron level yet. Well, DK took that to heart. He doesn't want to be Megatron. He wants to be DK and he absolutely torched the team. Darius Slay has to be big mad. He's got to really, you know, be looking at Schwartz like, what are you doing, man? Because uh, DK took it out on, on Darius Slay all day. And that was uh, it was a lot of fun to watch, though. If you're a DK Metcalf fan, if you're a Philadelphia Eagle fan, not so much. You probably wish your defensive coordinator just kind of kept his mouth quiet. But, you know, it is what it is. And we're here now. So let's go on and start to talk about some college guys. Last week, we talked about two rookies that I'm really, really high on in Chase Claypool and Denzel Mims. And those guys, you know, just continue to produce continue to grow into their own as they figure out how to take the NFL by storm. And we really like what we're seeing so far. So now let's talk about some of these guys that are going to be coming into the 2021 NFL draft, or we hope will come into the 2021 NFL draft. Both are eligible, but two guys that you may or may not have heard about at this point in the game are ones that I am super, super excited for. So let's get right into it. So the first one we're going to start off with is Jalen Darden, wide receiver from North Texas. He's a team captain there. Only five foot nine, 174 pounds. He should break the longest draft route in major college football that dates all the way back to 2004 for North Texas. Trying to find his way to NFL roster is going to be really, really key for him. A couple guys that he's going to follow the path of is Jalen Guyton of the Chargers wide receiver there, who's had, you know, some flash moments with Justin Herbert taking over the reins and also running back Jeff Wilson of the 49ers. Jalen Darden fits the mold of a guy that we're starting to see flash. And he's not one of the, you know, high, high level rookie wide receivers that you're hearing about every single day. But he's a guy who's quietly putting together a really good season with absolutely terrible quarterback play. And that's Darnell Mooney. Both size and speed wise, him and Darden are pretty similar. You know, Mooney's flashes so far are really going to help a guy like Darden when it comes to the draft next year. It's going to show teams, hey, a guy like this from a small school, smaller stature with that speed is going to be able to succeed in the right system. So Darden is one of the most electric players you'll see in college football. He's right up there with Waddle. Both guys are from that Houston area, which is pretty cool to see. His elite lateral agility will put any defender's ankles on notice. I don't even want to see what this guy does on the basketball court because he's out there trying to snatch people's souls with his quick twitch muscles and just plays with a big time chip on his shoulder. Darden says making defenders miss is like brushing his teeth. He has to do it every day. 
at his size, he was always told he cannot play at Division One level. Constantly hears about the whispers about him not being able to move to the NFL level. Well, when you tell a guy like him, who's as competitive and driven and fast and talented, when you tell him you're not going to make it, that guy's just going to take that thing to heart. He's going to go out there. He's going to bust his butt every single day. He's going to find a way to prove you wrong. And that's what we're seeing. He is absolutely tearing it up out there. Already at 12 touchdowns on the year. Just massive, massive production. I already mentioned he's a team captain. So the leadership ability is second to none. But football does not have to be hard. Ray says this all the time. Football does not have to be hard. If a guy can ball, a guy can ball. And that's it. That's what matters. So Jalen Darden, yeah, he's from a small school. But I mentioned a couple guys that are already in the NFL from that small school. So it's possible. It's something that that's going to happen. And, and I definitely see him jumping in the league with kind of the new way that the NFL is shifting with a lot of these slot style receivers that are just electric. Once you get the ball in their hand, you, you see these offensive coordinators and, and coaches just being as creative as possible to get these guys in space. And then seeing what the defense can do to uh, try to bring them down. You know, you can try to be physical with a guy like this, 174 pounds, but good luck with that. If you watch the tape, you're going to see every single team tries to do that to Jalen Darden. Every single team. You have to be able to put your hands on them, though. And if you can't put your hands on them, you can't be physical. This guy completely understands leverage. He knows when the guys are going to try to put hands on him at the line or or push him off a route and and his ability to. Just understand that leverage. It's just crazy what he can do and, and how silly he makes a lot of these, these defenders look on tape. If there was a world championship for tag, this guy would be a contender to win it all. You got to watch it. Check him out on YouTube. His instincts when it comes to avoiding defenders, second to none. And that's something the new age NFL you know, is going to covet going forward. Jalen's older brother had him doing footwork drills starting at the age of six years old. And that's where slow feet don't eat came into effect for him. Slow feet don't eat. Man, this guy takes that to heart every single day. Check out his off-season videos. Check out everything he's doing. His feet are unreal. Stop and go. Shiftiness with the route. Shiftiness with the ball in his hands. He completely understands how to make somebody miss and make someone look silly. As all greats before him, the motivation to leave your ultimate marks really comes from some sort of hardship. Jalen lost his father just a few years back after complications from heart problems and strokes. His dad even told him his freshman year just to keep going. Tough time in his life where dad, who's his best friend, is dealing with all these health issues. And Jalen was really feeling that and wanted to just, hey, let me just hang it up and and go home and, and help out the family. But his dad just kept saying, keep going, keep going. Eventually, when he lost his father, he got the tattoo that says keep going on his arm. Motivated to really just step up and replace that lost anchor of the family. You know, for his mom, for his little brother, it's just, it's cool to see. And if you listen to this guy's interviews, there's something different about him. He just has an extra drive that really has me excited about him as a prospect going forward. And and this is bigger than football, you know, and you want to root for guys like Jalen Darden. He truly has, you know, elite potential in a new age NFL. and, And that's what I'm excited for going forward. He's not your, your top 10 pick. He's a guy that's probably projecting as a day three pick right now. And that's completely okay. He just needs a team to take a chance. And you hope it's the right team that will understand how to get the ball in his hands. Target, on in three, two, one.
The next elite target that we have identified for you, Romeo Dubs, wide receiver out of Nevada, six foot two, 200 pounds. He is also eligible for the 2021 NFL draft. Currently ranks fourth in the nation for receiving yards per game at 131 a game. Eighth in receiving touchdowns. He has nine in five games. Twelfth in receiving yards at 788 already in those five games. First in yards per catch at 21.3. And as impressive as all those ranks are, that's coming off his worst performance of the season where he only had one catch for 10 yards against Hawaii last week. And it was an obvious game plan situation where Hawaii double teamed him for four quarters Had a safety sitting over the top to not give up the big play Had the corner pressing. They didn't care. They just did not want Romeo to beat them. And they succeeded in that by double teaming. You saw uh, Nevada pivot away and and try to get other playmakers involved, which didn't work out. They ended up uh, taking their first loss of the season. So I expect that we will see you know different ways for Romeo to get the ball going forward he is an absolute stud and he's one that you're not really hearing about out there at this point in the game which is crazy when you check out the film so far so dubs was a high school quarterback in a run first offense coming out of southern california he also played a lot of safety for his team so he's one of those guys that kind of moved all over the field just because of the type of athlete he was he occasionally played running back occasionally played wide receiver So these last two and a half years are really the first time that he's ever played wide receiver full time. He's a product of Snoop Dogg's Youth Football League as well out there in Southern California, which is cool to see. You've seen, you know, some some studs come out of that area. It's a tough league. Usually bring in quite a bit of talent there. It's, It's always fun to see that first college touch for Nevada was a punt return. And of course, as a true freshman, why not? Let's just run that back for an 80 yard touchdown. And that's what he did. Draft capital will depend a ton on his 40 time. He could be a big time riser late in the game that makes it all the way to the back half of the first round. We'll see how that goes. But that 40 time is going to be important, important, important. He reminds me a little bit of Justin Jefferson. He is not somebody that's going to have the production against the same type of talent as Justin Jefferson saw in the SEC. Not even close. But when you watch their style of play, it's really fun to watch. Size-wise, they're very similar. And this is a guy who I think is just going to be ready to just compete at the next level. He's always playing fast. And that's what Jefferson reminds me of. He just understands it's go time as soon as the whistle blows. And he's out there and he's performing and he's a dog on the field. And that's what I see when I'm watching Romeo Dubs. And it's it just blows me away that he's not being talked about more. And We can only chalk that up to being a weird season. And he's playing for Nevada, which is not typically going to get that national time. Six out of his nine touchdowns so far this season are over 40 yards. Those guys absolutely stretching the field, just blown by defenders, even when they know it's coming. At the end of the day, he just plays fast and he absolutely plays physical. He's a guy that's going to go up and get you those contested catches. He'll blow the top off the defense. He just gets the ball however he can. And he's smooth when he runs. He is a smooth, smooth runner. So keep an eye out for Romeo Dubs. It's definitely a guy that we have to watch going forward. As the season starts to wind down a little bit, being here in December, I want you to look at your teams. Look at your Debbie teams, your Dynasty teams, whatever format you're playing in. And I want you to start looking at what are your team needs 
Put yourself in the shoes of a general manager. What would you do? How do you improve your team? Where's your weak spots? What guys do you expect to continue to grow? What guys do you expect to fall off at some point? Who's going to be a free agent? Who's going to move on to a different situation? Who might have name value right now, but you just don't believe that they have the situation going forward to produce at the level that they're currently valued at? Things like this are so important to how you win your championships. You typically win your championships in advance of the season actually starting. Then, of course, there's going to be tweaks and things like that that you do throughout the season, working the waiver wire, talking trades, all of these different things that allow you to continue to build on the foundation that you already have with your team. The NFL draft isn't happening until the springtime, at least. So what are you going to do with all the information that you're getting right now? I recommend going to get a notebook for your teams, for your leagues. Write down certain players that you're hearing about now from us, from other content, and just continue to keep tabs as you go. The best thing about Dynasty and Debbie is we get to play this thing year round, but the content's always changing. Some guys will be posted about on Twitter 24-7 for two weeks, and then you won't hear about them again until the draft. So what's happening in between? Where's the value? Is it growing? Is it falling? Are these guys that should be on your roster next year? As a manager of these teams, what are you doing to improve? And how are you keeping all of this information you're getting organized? And then double checking it yourself. We know there's a lot of info out there that's just trash. It is what it is. And there's a lot of info that we're going to put out there that just might not come through for you. We're going to put in the time. I promise you that. And we're going to win a lot. But there's going to be times where we make a call and it just doesn't work out for whatever reason. And that's okay. That's part of it. But that's also why it's so important for you to keep tabs of what we're talking about now. So you are so prepared come April. Big, big time. This is what it's about. Winning championships, bringing them trophies back to the home team. Let's go. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. I'm going to end off here with a quote of the show, as I did on our last episode. This one's really important to me. This is my all-time favorite Sports Center host. I'm, I'm sure many of you listening, it's the same feeling for this guy. Stuart Scott, one of the greatest, passed away from cancer. Just an incredible inspirational, amazing man, dad, father, all of it. Just an incredible guy. This quote is, is really a, just an amazing one. Don't downgrade your dream just to fit your reality. Upgrade your conviction to match your destiny. Damn, that's, that's powerful, right? This stuff's amazing. We talk football and it's a blast. But every single one of these guys that we talk about prospect-wise is pouring into their dream, just pouring into it. And they're not all going to make it. 2020 has showed us and exposed us to how bad do we want something. A lot of us have lost jobs, lost opportunities. But what have we done with all this extra time to grow, grow closer to family, grow closer to dreams, realities, things that we've wanted to do for a long time. So spend this time, spend this extra time staying safe, spend this extra time going out there and, and, chasing whatever it is you feel like you were meant to do. Don't just put it off because it's been a tough year. Screw that. Use the tough year. Make yourself better and absolutely upgrade your conviction to match your destiny. 
That's all I got for you guys. I'll catch you on the next episode. Elite Seekers out.